Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. Today's question comes from Ramon in Los Angeles, and he says, I'm in contract to purchase a six-unit value-added multifamily property in a rapidly gentrifying area of Los Angeles. It's a rare, true off-market deal that was well-priced, at least by pre-COVID standards. With five of the six units vacant, I can immediately renovate most of the units. I own other property in the area and posted test ads so I feel like I have a good sense of the current rents. I'm projecting a pro forma 6.3% cap rate, mid to high single digit cash on cash returns, and mid-teens five-year internal rate of return with further upside as the area improves. Pre-COVID, this deal definitely met my investment criteria. However, given all the risks around COVID, I'm struggling with those criteria. Rents might continue to fall if vacancy increases. Assuming I'm able to lease up at the projected rents, collection risk is much higher than usual in this weakened economy. In addition, if foreclosures start to hit the market, there might be better deals in the next 6-12 to 12 months. All that being said, this deal is trading below the price of comparable properties with low-paying tenants. The ability to execute my business plan immediately as a result of the vacancies is very rare, interest rates are low, and I can hopefully benefit from the growth in this submarket for years to come. One way to think about all this is a short-term noise, that it makes sense to buy a solid deal and not to try timing the market. On the other hand, should I be getting paid more for all of this extra risk? Based on the other deals that are selling in the market, I don't seem to think so. I once heard that if the answer isn't a hell yes, then maybe I should pass. Maybe this is good advice in this current situation. I'm interested to hear your perspective on the topic. Well, Ramon, this is a great question, and real estate has always been hyper-local. I don't know the specifics of the neighborhood you're working in. We've seen that during the pandemic, there has been migration. That's meant migration from the most expensive cities to less expensive cities. It has meant migration within the same metro area from more expensive areas to more affordable areas within the metro. For example, we've seen rents fall in San Francisco at the same time as rents have increased in Oakland. We've seen rents fall in central Dallas and Plano at the same time as rents have increased in Arlington. And I suspect that if you look carefully, you'll see similar trends in the Los Angeles area. Now, the reality is I don't know all the individual submarkets in LA, specifically from a real estate perspective. So I can't give you specific advice, but I can suggest a tool that might help you get a sense of the level of safety of this project. To start off with, it seems like you're doing your due diligence carefully and you're trying to make sure you don't mislead yourself into making a bad investment. So congratulations for that. There's a couple of factors that can play in your favor. Number one, if you design a product that's going to be more desirable than competing product in the market, then you have a distinct advantage that will take a long time for the rest of the market to copy. That isn't to say the rest of the market can't copy it, just that it takes time for the rest of the market to catch up. good example of that for me is I try and design parking into my buildings in Philadelphia. Can other people design parking? Of course, it just takes a long time. And then number two, the quality of the property management is always game-changing when it comes to having better product in the market. Most of the time when people leave a property, it's a disagreement with property management that's been a factor in the decision. 
Good property management can give you above average results and poor property management can completely destroy your investment. These are, of course, timeless fundamentals. Now, what I'm going to share with you is another test that you can apply. Congratulations, by the way, on testing market rents in the area. That's a very smart thing to do. Now, I'm going to give you another test. What if you went into the investor community in your area and offered to sell the project to other investors? Complete with your purchase contract, your design concept, the financial model, everything. You could wholesale the deal to them. Now, you don't actually have to wholesale the deal, but use the process of offering the deal as a source of feedback to see what others think of the deal. If you get half a dozen offers for the deal, there's feedback that you can use. If nobody touches it or has any interest, there's information in that as well. But when you offer the deal, don't set an assignment fee in the deal. Simply show them your analysis for the finished product and ask them what they would offer you for the deal. Some might offer you less than you paid for it. Others might offer you $5,000 more than you paid. Others might offer you $50,000 more than you paid. Don't taint the process by showing them what you paid. The information in that feedback is like gold. You have a choice at that point. You could choose to wholesale the deal or keep it for yourself. But at least you'll have security in the knowledge that there's demand in the market for that product should you decide you want a quick exit. I want to thank you, Ramon, for a great question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.